Welcome to the Center of Excellence Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Genovese, Director at Oz Marketing and Sales Novice. With me, as always, Oliver Young, Operations Director for the Young Automotive Group. So amped to be here, Always amped, out of his mind. His eyes are bulging. Out of my mind. All right. I want whatever he's having. (laughs) (laughs) Also with us today, Brad Taylor, Corporate Trainer with the Center of Excellence. What up? It's cold outside, Tim. It's quite cold outside. I'm wearing my... Fancy, puffy, power Best. sports. You look amazing. Uh, he I is do. looking I know, good. I know. And thank you to Brandon Houston for getting me that. I really appreciate it. And with us today, special guest, Dallin Brashears, general manager at Young Kia in Layton. Thrilled to be here for my first time. So freaking amped to have you here. We're very excited. I'm super stoked to get into your topic in a couple of episodes because it's something I, I can absolutely relate to. But why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Tell us about your experience with the group and your experience with sales in general. Absolutely. So I grew up around the Young Automotive Group. My entire life has been with them. I served a mission and came home and was tricked into selling cars after vowing that I would <laughs> never, <laughs> ever do it. That's they tricked. did. They tricked me at an off-site sell to come translate into Spanish. That, that was okay. my That's only job. Amazing. That was nicely and done. Did your dad I, trick you? or did It that was my dad Mike and Mike Gailey. It was both of them. <laughs> So they tricked me into doing it, and I had so much fun that the following day I was driving around with my dad, and I said, what do I have to do to sell cars? And he said, Mike Gailey is waiting for your phone call. That's awesome. Uh, Sales is fun. It was way fun. So I came in. I did it all through college, part-time. I was down at BYU, so I'd come home on summers and holidays, and I got the bug, and I've been here ever since. And then I moved to Kia about four years ago. And it's been a great brand, and it's been a great ride over there. I am stoked that you never shook that bug because you've done some really cool things for us, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm super excited to get your insight on our topic today. And Oliver, thank you so much for bringing us this topic today. I am I'm <laughs> that you've brought this before us. He's just filled with gratitude. It's just so brimming. filled with gratitude. It is the season for gratitude. <laughs> it is the season. It absolutely is. Today's November 1st. We're recording November 1st. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah this will be out like, We're, I don't know. In a couple of weeks. Sometime. So perfect time for Thanksgiving. Right. Yeah. It's still pre-Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> and so what I wanted to talk to you today is uh, is about gratitude in sales. And I think gratitude is really important in sales. And there's a few different reasons why. Most salespeople, if you meet them, they're the most humble, like <laughs> just kind thoughtful, generous people that you've ever met, what, right? Why, I need why, to go why, to why some other stores then, because <laughs> yeah. I'm not seeing that. Why, why are you guys laughing? <laughs> so the sales novice, they're all generous. I, all I, and yeah. very humble and so selfish. cooperative, selfless. <laughs> selfless. Oh, they're very selfless. Yes. selfless, Brad. So obviously I'm being facetious. I hate that word. That's a good word. It's, that's at least an $8 oh. word. A lot of times salespeople, they have egos. They have these massive, big egos that sometimes get them out of control and get them in trouble. They, salespeople that often lose their humility quickly find that they'll lose sales. Gratitude is the opportunity that allows all of us to see that for any one person's success... A lot of other people have to do good around them, right? And so you get to see other people's contributions. Now, when we talk about gratitude, I like to talk about it in two different ways, right? First is gratitude with our customers, right? Now, are we grateful for our customers? Absolutely. Okay. Most of the time. A hundred percent of the time. <laughs> okay. Every time that I ask that question, 
Are we grateful for our customers in an audience? What is what does most everybody say? Yes, yes, for sure. Yes. They're Absolutely. our lifeblood. Yeah, they all say one hundred percent. We have to be grateful for them. Of course, we're grateful for every single customer. Now, why do they say that? Down. Because they're afraid the customer's going to hear what they say, and so they want to <laughs> make sure they know that we're grateful for. We them. are grateful for yeah. you, Mister Customer. Yeah. Did anybody hear me? Yeah. It's the because it's the right answer, yeah. right? Like. It is the right answer, and we should be grateful, even though our attitude may not represent that. Yep. So, exactly. It is the right answer, because it's one plus one is what? Two. And so they just repeat the answer that they know, are we grateful for our customers? Yes is the answer to that, right? Are we actually grateful for our customers? That's a different question. I think we're grateful for a specific type of customer. The perfect one. The perfect customer, <laughs> the one who buys, the one who calls us, and the one is grateful for us. Yep. Not so, the one that brings us a real problem. Yeah. If, if, or well, even so a perceived why are we grateful problem. For, why are we not grateful for them? Because it's perception. We think that the problem is something that we've caused instead of the problem being something that they're coming to us so that we can solve it which is where the gratitude should be. But we're afraid that it's associated with anger and that we have done something specifically to cause the problem. Yep. So out of fear, yep. we don't show gratitude for the customer that might have a problem, yeah. that might have an issue, that might not be the perfect customer. Because I think we do. We, we have gratitude for our customers when they fit our normal track. Or that are going to positively affect our paycheck. Yeah. And we're afraid or disgenerous to those that are going to negatively yeah. impact that. Those that we know will or, positively impact our paycheck and those that we perceive will negatively impact. And that's the good. Right? That's the, I really like that. Those that we perceive. So that is prejudgment. Yeah. It's internal dialogue. Right? Yep. So we sit there in our heads and be like, okay, this person has a problem. They're buried in their trade. I don't, I'm not grateful for this person. <laughs> He's just a mooch. He's just trying to get something for nothing. Yeah. Have you ever seen that? I've seen it. Right? And all of a sudden, we start to prejudge. And instead of helping the customer, what do we do? Ignore. We ignore. We start to skip steps yep. because we're like, you know what? This customer is not a real customer. It's just a fake customer. And I'm just going to... I'm just going to hurry and get to the point what that way we're yeah. just done with this transaction. We're done. Yep. Jump right? ahead in the process. Don't do any value building. Because we don't care about them as people, right. as customers. Mm -hmm. Gratitude is the thing that allows you to see the person as a person. It's that value that connects you to that person and allows you to say, you know what? I need to treat them like every other person Yeah. because I should be grateful for them regardless of circumstance. Why should we be grateful for every single customer? Now, a lot of people say it's because they're helping me grow or they're, they allow me the opportunity to understand different walks of life or how they're coming at things. At the end of the day, we should be grateful. Even the person that lies to us, we should be grateful for them because they gave us an opportunity to make a paycheck. Yeah. I was just going to say, customers are our lifeblood. Without them, we're just beautiful buildings with cars in front of them. And a lot of debt that we will never be able to pay off. <laughs> never, both, both from the company side and our salespeople yeah, side. Yeah, absolutely. I've got a house payment. I don't yeah, know how yeah. I'm going to make that without customer. a customer. And so at the end of the day, when we boil it down to why should we be grateful? Because they're giving us an opportunity to make a living. And without them, we don't have that. And so when that customer walks in, we go... Regardless of what your situation is, 
I need to be grateful for you. And if you start from that position, I think you're starting from a way better position than you're here to serve me, Mr. Customer, which I think a lot of our a lot of our people, or a lot of salespeople that get those egos, they start to think in those terms. I like that perspective because there's this whole thought about gratitude, about how oh, I'm grateful for you and that's a thing that I'm doing for you. Yep. But what we're looking at is gratitude as something that you're actually doing for yourself. By showing gratitude and by seeing that customer as a human being who is giving you an opportunity and being grateful for that opportunity, you're actually giving yourself a leg up. You're giving yourself a chance to make that sale because you're not just going to blow them off. You're not just going to dehumanize them and just assume that it's going to go nowhere. Yep, absolutely. And I 100% believe that. So when we start with gratitude, I feel like we, we start from a place where we're, we have a greater opportunity to actually make the sale or help the customer through their problem. Yeah, I agree. It When you start with gratitude, it humanizes the transaction rather than making it about dollars and cents. Something I try to share often is stop selling and start helping on our sales side. Now on our parts counters, we want them to stop helping and start selling, but those go hand in hand. Yeah, it's your mentality piece. going into it. Is this strictly transactional or am I providing some kind of value mm -hmm. to this person that I'm grateful for so that I can earn a living and help them in the meantime. Yep. It's really funny when I, if I ask sales professionals, hey, are you writing thank you cards that are sold? What percentage do you think actually say they do? Say they do or actually say do? Say they do. <laughs> oh, I would say 50% say they do. 50% be like, yeah, I write every sold a thank you card. Yep. Actually do? 2%. Okay. I would, yeah, I would say 5%. I'm going to go with 5%. But I completely agree. Now, if I turn around and said, how many of you write a card to everybody you get an address for? Zero percent. Zero percent do it. Yeah. But should they? Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you went and shopped for a car and then two days later got a card in the mail, right? Even if you didn't what buy. If, even if you didn't buy, that would completely shift the way you think about those people. Yeah. Or if you went and bought elsewhere. Yeah. And that salesperson didn't send you a thank you card, <laughs> but the guy that, the, or gal that just helped you did. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I like going back to what Brad was talking about versus selling and helping. Those do go hand in hand. And our customers can see through that transparency. Yep. If we are only there for a sale, and we know it's not going to progress, yeah. and so we start treating them differently yep. than at the beginning of our product. I feel like that all stems from gratitude. Yeah, It all stems through a gratitude for that person and seeing them as a person. Now, the second one is gratitude as between team members. Why is gratitude so important amongst each other, it's especially a core in sales? It's just a core value. It's we have to do it. You told <laughs> us we have to. Every it's written on a Ugh. card. I carry it in my wallet. No, honestly, though, we spend way more time with our coworkers than we do with our own families. And gratitude, again, humanizes that individual and it helps you understand some of their personal things they've got going on. And when you can show gratitude just for the person, not even in your daily interactions, just gratitude for them being a part of the team, gratitude for them helping you in certain situations, it goes a long way to build. It completely does. I agree. Gratitude builds relationships. Um, one of the things that I love about gratitude, especially when you're working with another teammate, is gratitude allows you to see a bigger picture. Now, what I mean by that is most sales teams and most a lot of teams, they 
become cutthroat. Yeah. What do I mean by that? Like the backup quarterback. He's waiting for the starting quarterback to get injured. Oh, I hope he gets a concussion. Let's do this. (laughs) The the number two guy on the board wants the number one guy to be promoted to another store or wants him to go on vacation or wants him to break his leg. Yep. Because as soon as that happens, what do I get to do? Ascend. Right. I get to take take all that and I get to eat. I get to... I get that bigger piece, right? So we see each other's obstacles. We see each other's obstacles and or threats to our own existence, right? And so we all we that that's where you get that cutthroat sales floor that that I'm all in it for me. And a good example is hey, the, a, a person comes up and they want to buy something, and if one person takes them, the other person next to them thinks oh, I didn't get that person, mm-hmm. so now I'm pissed. But with gratitude, when you get to see a larger picture. It allows you to see, okay, that person might have taken that customer, but that person also has an appointment coming in. And when that appointment comes in, if we have a good relationship, just like you were saying, Brad, it allows us to see that person will say, hey, can you take care of my other customer? Because I'm grateful that I have somebody sitting next to me that is talented and that can handle my other customers. And now instead of one person trying to hurry and squeak through two deals and shortcut everything and sell nothing, both customers get taken care of by professionals that care about each other. Yeah. Right? A, a good example, uh, another example is I usually walk up into loop pits and or sales teams and I'll say, why should you be grateful for a salesperson? They right? provide us opportunity. But when you're sitting in the loop pit changing oil, you go, I don't give a rats about the sales guy. Yeah. I'm just changing oil. They have a different job. Or if I'm sitting on the sales floor, I go, I don't know those guys' names. It's it almost like they're in a different dealership. Yeah. Oh, they don't even exist on their planet. They're just like, I don't, I, every once in a while I see them walk out. But why should a salesperson be grateful for this? If uh, Luby does his job to the best of his ability, it helps start creating that retention and that customer continues to come back to the dealership for service in yep. between the sales. Okay. So everybody is creating relationships with customers for the dealership. Yep. And the Lupit touches more customers than any other person. Yep. Right? They touch the car the most. Yep. And so as a salesperson, you better be grateful for Loop It. Why? Because they're going to touch every single one of your customers and any of your prospective customers. And if they don't do a good job, your sales are absolutely going to screech to a halt. Yeah. And the same thing with this, the Lube guy should be grateful for the salesperson. Why? Because every car that they sell is creating a new relationship that is going to deliver more bumpers to that loop pit that pays their paycheck. So what you're trying to say is our business is reciprocal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And gratitude is what allows you to step back and see that full picture. That for my success as a salesperson, a loop pit guy has to do a wonderful job in that loop pit for me to be successful. And now all of a sudden that it's way bigger than just any one individual. And we all play our a significant part in the success of the whole. So internally, aside from me just walking back to the service rider on the service drive and thanking them for all that they do and for handling customers or knowing the Luby's names and thanking them for what they do, what are some things that the sales side can do to show some gratitude internally and vice versa? What can service do to show gratitude internally? What do you think, Dallin? I think first and foremost, it, when we're talking about customers or our fellow coworkers, learn their name and thank them by their given name. 
rather than saying you guys or just a generic thank hey, you. Hey, you. Hey, buddy. That, yeah, that goes a <laughs> buddy, lot. Buddy, thank you. And we joke about that, but how many times have we talked to a sales rep that has been with a customer for two hours and can't remember their name? Mm, too often. I know my go-to when I was doing paperwork was, can I see your driver's license so I can get all the information copied down? That was my get-out-of-jail-free card, but we <laughs> shouldn't be doing mm -hmm. that. We should for just beginning remember their name yep. Yep. And, and i like that you asked this question the reason why i like it brad is gratitude is an action and not a feeling right so i can start with gratitude with a customer with that feeling but until i move it to action to say okay this is dallin i'm talking to dallin hi dallin right and i repeat dallin's name so that i don't have to ask it after the fact that's when i'm actually starting with gratitude because i'm creating action around the feelings of gratitude. And so it's more than just understanding where your place is or whatever, it's actually doing something, right? Is saying thank you to the Lupe, going back and getting to know them, writing a thank you card, making a call to somebody to tell them why they made a difference in your life. Those are actions of gratitude and gratitude is more than just a feeling. I like that. That's fantastic. Do we have an action item this week? Yes, this is a good one. Oh, now, good. This is starting J November 1st, but it's going to come out later than that. And so it might be after Thanksgiving, but what my challenge is a thank you card challenge. So I want you to take this and do it. Every day you need to write at a minimum one thank you card to somebody. Just take that challenge and do it for 30 days. You will be shocked at how many people you find that you need to send thank you cards more regularly. So write one thank you card a day for 30 days. I love it. All right. As usual, I have been taking copious notes. Copious so, notes. Gratitude. Show me your copious <laughs> notes. We're putting that on a t-shirt. <laughs> so we talked briefly about salespeople and the general attitude about salespeople. And this is not this is not cover everybody, but there tends to be some egos. And uh, those who do lose their humility in sales tend to lose sales. So gratitude is keenly important. Gratitude for our customers is keenly important. When we interrogate whether we're grateful for our customers, if we're being honest, the answer for all customers is typically no. And that's out of fear. We don't show gratitude for customers that bring problems because we tend to just prejudge and ignore or blow past these customers thinking that there's just not an opportunity there. But gratitude is the thing that makes you see these customers as people who are allowing you the opportunity to make a paycheck. And this is going to actually give you a leg up by not allowing yourself to dismiss those opportunities. Selling and helping go hand in hand, and the customer is absolutely going to be able to see that. So gratitude is absolutely something that you should be doing, not only for the customer, but for yourself as well, to give yourself some opportunities. Gratitude between coworkers. This builds relationships. It allows you to see the bigger picture. Most teams are cutthroat, seeing each other as obstacles and threats, but the bigger picture and relationships built on gratitude actually create more opportunities. The point here is that we're all on the same page. We're all building relationships with customers that will affect the success of everyone in any role in the organization. And it is super important to remember that gratitude is an action. It is not a feeling. So there are active things that we should be doing. One of those things, just learn each other's names. This goes a long way with customers. It goes a long way with employees. And it shows gratitude. Write thank you cards. Make phone calls. Just generally just show gratitude. If you're not putting it out in the universe. If you're not being active with it, it doesn't exist. And then Oliver's action item, what did you say, 30 days? or 30 days. 30 days one of card thank you cards. A, day. a minimum of one thank you card a day. 
All right. I believe that is about it for this episode. I want to thank you guys. This has been a fantastic topic. I always love talking about gratitude, so thank you very much for bringing this to the table. If you're out there and you have uh, listened to this podcast and you have not rated us, please, we would be very grateful if you showed us some gratitude by going onto iTunes, give us a few stars, give us a few nice words, and just let us know what you think about the podcast. If you do have any questions, if you've got ideas for future topics, please email us to podcast at youngcoe.com. And I believe that is it. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, guys. Dana, why, y'all? Hope.